is a fourth heaven beyond that which is known to godly man. It is a heaven as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the heaven of imagination. It is an area we call the twilight, I mean, the preacher zone. Oh yeah, and we are in the preacher zone right now. What a way to get started. Thank you so much, Greg Price, for that intro. Nobody does it any I'm going to tell you that right now. This is exciting. If this is your first time, this is called the Preacher Zone. You want to know what it's about? What you do, you just stay with us. But what we got to do right now is we've got to meet the different players that are a part of the Preacher Zone. First in the batting order, I guess that's what you call it, Pastor Steve. Originally from Mexico, now living here in Princeton. Welcome to the Preacher Zone. Hola y buenas tardes. <laughs> buenas tardes. All right. And now our next preacher for today's broadcast, coming from Ohio. And yes, serving here in Princeton. How about a big welcome for Pastor Todd? Welcome, Pastor Todd. Hey, Ohio. Hey. I went from being a Buckeye to a Longhorn. And let's hear you know? for our in-studio audience yeah. how you feeling about the preacher zone today. Yeah. Into the preacher's own. What is that? Well, basically, it works like this. We take today's topics and grab the Bible and find out what God's Word has to say about what's going on. Today's topic, D-E-I. Yeah, there's a whole new brand of apparel wear that says D-E-I equals die. That's actually become a hot sermon title. Have you used that yet? No. I thought DEI just stood for common sense thrown out the window. Yeah, see, that could be point number one for you in your sermon. Yeah. Uh, See, my point number one would be reflect on that we're made in the image of God. If you want to follow the tenets of DEI, it's basically based on godless humanism. Well, DEI basically says that man has more common sense than God since he created everything so perfect. Surely he had made a mistake somewhere, and man's trying to fix it now. Right. Yeah, diversity, equity, and inclusion, it all sounds great, except it skips one of the the main principles of the Bible, and that is we all uh, reside in the bottom of the bucket of humanity, no matter what color we are or how unique we think our sexuality or practices are. We are all human beings made in the image of God, and we all have some of the same big problems in life. And one of those is that we're in our inner nature in rebellion with God. That's who we offended uh, first. And until that gets straightened out, you know, uh, you can concentrate on all the symptoms like, uh, you know, you're a racist uh, or you don't like people of a particular uh, proclivity, but un- until you uh, get down to the point of, uh, you know, getting right with your Heavenly Father, uh, those are just symptoms, and everybody has different symptoms. You know, but DI in the end, it, it has a political goal, and that is you get everybody to say, yeah, let's get on the bandwagon of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. We like having people of different backgrounds, 
uh, personalities, uh, classes, education. Let's get them together and have a big party. But in the end, they want group think. They want diversity in externals, but they want a homogeneous thinking only one way, and that's from the far left. That's really what I don't like about DEI. I think DEI is just pretty much a, a man's way of making an excuse or trying to justify everybody else's mistakes and not holding anybody liable for their own actions or not holding people responsible for their actions. And it's just like you can do whatever you want and don't face the consequence because, you know, we're all, there's a, you know, we're all inclusive. So it's okay. You might be different and you do things different. But since we're all exclusive, it's okay if you go out there and sin or if you go out there and do something wrong. And those that don't understand you, well, they must be racist, you know, because surely they, they have something against Yeah, I mean, like if I, if I was really in the DEI and I was pastoring your church, uh, I would invite uh, Todd Bodie to come over to the church and I would say, hey, Hey, Whitey, you know, uh, have you ever studied what the uh, white landowners in South Texas did to the original Mexican-Americans and how they lynched them and pushed them off the property? And, you know, there is a real history down in the valley with that type of thing. But uh, we can be selective in, in finding out where people have really, really harmed each other and then... The real end of that is not for people to get around. It's to reshuffle the deck according to what the powers to be say. Well, see, DEI is like, uh, as long as you keep on looking at the past, yep. you'll really never have a future. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're trying to justify the past or rewrite the past to try to make it confirm to what we want it to look like now, it will never work, you know. I got some somewhere down the line. I'm sure, you know, my great great grandfather somewhere suffered, or my dad. I remember my dad telling me when he was young and he came over to the states that he would have to drink out of the black, you know, black man's water fountain. Uh, go go to the store. They would have to go to the back door. Uh, restaurants they were not allowed in. Now, does that keep me from going to Denny's or IHOP from eating? Nah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard those stories about some of the original, uh, like, small grocery store, you know, where they actually cooked food to here in, in Princeton, maybe back when it was even Wilson Switch, where some people did get served from behind the store, and the store owners would go out of their way to help uh, people who may have been discriminated against. But are we there now? Nah, we, Do we want to relive it all over and over and over again? That's what I'm saying. I mean, if the wound was there and, and it's, we're trying to make our nation healed, why do we keep slapping the same wound to make it bleed again? Right. We should just let it go. Now, as long as we know that there's bad things in my culture, I know there's bad things in your culture. Every culture has their goods and their bads. But if we... Just concentrate on all the bad. We'll never see all the good that we have to offer each other. And neo-Marxist type thinking does not like the idea of that, you know, people are made in the image of God. And uh, they don't 
like Christians, matter of fact, not evangelical Christians, you know, evangelical Christianity, like you preach, Pastor Molina, that means you believe that in the Bible, you believe people should have a conversion uh, experience, you believe in salvation by Christ uh, alone, a literal heaven and hell, uh, and neo-Marxists would say, you're not a real Mexican-American if you believe those things. What do you say about that? Come over to my house and have some frijoles with me. Okay. I'll show you how, <laughs> how much of a Mexican I am. <laughs> I'll give you some salsa you'll ne- you will never forget. <laughs> I think that uh, as humans, we always tend to go to one extreme or to the other. Even in Christianity, you know, mm-hmm. we sometimes tend to go either you're a saint or you're a sinner, right? And now with the DEI, now we're going the totally the opposite way. Now it's like, now you got to say everything's okay or nothing's okay. There should be some kind of balance. We should let... God's word guide us, use common sense that he gave us, and not everything's going to be okay. There's going to be some times that you have to stand and say, no, that's not right. And it's not right because it's just common sense that it's not right. I don't see why it's right. Let's, let's just say, I don't know if you heard this joke. or, or It's like a kid goes, a boy goes to the store, right? And he tells the guy, hey, I want to buy some beer. And he goes, no, I can't tell you beer. Why can't you sell me beer? You're only 10 years old. Okay, then give me a box of cigarettes. I can't sell you cigarettes. Why can't you sell me cigarettes? Because you're only 10 years old, boy. Uh, All right, then give me a magazine of porn. I can't tell you porn. Why? Because you're 10 years old. Man, can I buy some ammo for my gun? No, because you're 10 years old. Okay. Did you do all these things, by the way? I did when I was a kid. How about I want to have your dad a dad was a preacher? I want to have a sex change. <laughs> you know, the, the little boy goes, "I want to have a sex change." Oh, we can do that. Yeah, and we don't even have to tell your parents. Right now, what common sense is that? Well, the common sense is that because this young man in the story was transitioning, therefore, that put him high on the totem pole, which is probably a uh, racist remark, but put him uh, at the top of the heap as far as being one of the most repressed people in our society. Therefore, not only should he uh, get that help uh, without his parents' consent, but probably they shouldn't be told because uh, they may not agree with it. And he is a victim, you know, of of the system. And so uh, we will go out of our way with DEI not only to try to incorporate quote, the most repressed, which is certain people, judges, is who is the most repressed. But then we uh, also, we need to have uh, laws or we need to have institutions that enforce some of those things in a uh, totalitarian type of uh, rigor. So you are going to have to accept this or we will send CPS and take your children out of your home. Now, they do that in Canada and in some places in the United States, they've gone that far. And hopefully that type of legislation is going to be soon shot down wherever it is. But but the reason that does that is DEI needs a heavyweight, almost like a super policeman 
to enforce some of these wild ideas. So, you know, the tip of the uh, spear for DEI, uh, people have noticed, has been in schools. Mm-hmm. Like, we watched that video of the uh, the black pastor speaking out against uh, pornography being included in the libraries of elementary schools, and he made a point of reference that the reason this is here is because we implemented DEI in our school system. Yep. The liberal would say, well, everybody has a right to read anything or whatever they want. And they say that, therefore, they should have every book in the, the library. But if you tell them, okay, well, then let's include the Bible. And if you're going to yeah. teach a sex ed at a three-year-old, you know, second grade, third grade or whatever, then should we get the same time to say, okay, this is what how God created you? Well, no, the Bible's too offensive. You can't do that. It's too porn. Well, it's too, <laughs> it's too much. It's acknowledging that uh, we have a creator, you know, above it's us. It's too explicit. And, and here's your basic ex- in, instructions before leaving the earth, you know. So, yeah, it's just like, that's, that's why it, to me, it doesn't make any common sense what DEI is. It, it's just, it doesn't, doesn't add up at all. It right. Does, it's just another man-made way to try to fool people into a fake happiness that they think they're going to receive that they'll never find. Because the Bible clearly says that the only way that you're going to find true happiness is through Jesus Christ and through knowing our Lord and Savior. That's the only way. From their point on, I mean, it doesn't matter how many cars you buy, how many houses, how rich you are, what you do. It doesn't matter if you... Wake up one day and say, man, today I feel like I'm a woman. And then the next day you wake up and say, man, today I feel like I'm going to be a dog. And you start barking and you go outside and then you meet Pastor Steve. And <laughs> Pastor Steve is telling you, like, why are you acting stupid and barking like a dog? Well, today I, I feel like I'm a dog. And you're offending me because you you're not legitimizing what I feel. And it's like, come on. You're a man. You're growing up, you know. Well, I think that... You've definitely addressed the the topic. We could go on and on. Yeah. But to, you know, wrap up this episode talking about DEI, what are some things that as Christians we should be aware of and what should we share with each other and those we meet? Do you have any suggestions about what God has to say about that through his word? Well, I would say just like the, you know, it says that God made them male and female in his image to incorporate and learn about the image of God. You need to study both men and women. But also, if you believe in the story of the Tower of Babel and the separation of nations, tribes, peoples, especially by language and cultures to slow the unifying of an evil force that would take over the world as a one world government all the way back in you know, the book of Genesis, if you believe that there's a possibility of that, God was behind that and to save humanity. So we should appreciate all cultures and learn about them. Many good traits in in them, but there's also cultures, uh, all of them have faults as well because we're sinners. We are sinners. sinners. Yes. But you know, that that is what makes people fun is they're different and and, uh, to learn. So... If we were all the same, we would all be bored with each other. That's right. What good would a party be if everybody was exactly the If I had to eat hot dogs every day, you know how boring that would be? Or just uh, boiled potatoes. 
And sausage. Could you handle that? Or just yeah. frijoles every day, you know. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> Sausages every day. Tripas. Yeah, that's right. You bet, baby. <laughs> Have you made tripas? Homemade? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet? We'll get there. Okay. I've seen them made, yeah. Oh, man. How about, uh, what were you uh, What were you saying? What were some of the foods there that you were? Or oh, salsa? Mm. Oh, we were just joking about uh, kind of Tex-Mex uh, food. You know, tripe, they call it tree buzz. Hallelujah! (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Steve, Pastor Todd, thank you so much for coming in today and being here on The Preacher Zone. Remember, The Preacher Zone is all about finding out what God's Word has to say about what's going on in today's world. God bless. We'll see you next time.